one and all. Back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. And I'm here with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. I needed this. You know, I, I'm glad to be back, guys, because I was this whole week has been since, since like, we're behind in our days. I actually spent like the whole week like looking for my keys. Like that thing, like I forgetting something. Every day I was forgetting something leaving the house, even though I had everything. And what I was forgetting was the Dot Comedy Podcast. Oh, you kept forgetting the Dot Comedy Podcast? I forgot, kept forgetting that we hadn't done a Dot Comedy Podcast. And it was making me think that I had left something at home. Oh, I understand that feeling, man. Sometimes the Dot Comedy Podcast is sneaking up on you. It's like a snake in the grass. It'll come up behind you and bite you in the ass. You won't know how to handle it, but we will, because you know who we are? We're the Snake Wranglers. That's right. We reach in your Wranglers, and we grab your snake. Wait, that's not, um, that's yeah, not, that's not our, you know with uh, thing. That was not the same emotion I was trying that's, to that's get not, That's not what you wanted. Okay, well, uh, we do have a special guest this week, Joey. Mr. Chip Jones. Hello. Hello, sir, and Uh-oh. welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. So if, 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 if I get bit in the ass by a snake, who's sucking the venom out for me? Who's uh, me that would be Joey LaFaro. Joe, <laughs> say hello. We have a designated uh, venom sucker. Oh, okay, the there we go. Got a, that's right. We got that's a important. designated sucker in the building. <laughs> <laughs> that's what avocados are for. Uh, hey, I understand that one. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. One, two, three, not it. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Chip, welcome to the show. Uh, this Thank is the- you. Thank you. This is the first time you were on the Dad Comedy Podcast, and we are happy. Yeah, to have it is. You. I'm learning so much. You know, I, I I watched you do the count in, and you actually counted like five, four, three, two. I thought you go to fingers. You know, when you get to five, you go to the silent finger thing. <laughs> you you counted all the way through. I was like, oh man, this is this is legit. It depends <laughs> on it depends on the day. Yeah, it depends on oh, the day. Usually, I, I learned that from my years of TV experience, how to count in a show, um, uh-huh. but. I also uh, know that most people can't see me or hear me at that point. So if my guest isn't ready to go when I get to one, it's a whole different problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Guest got to be ready on the one. Like James Brown, you got to be ready on the one. (laughs) You got to be ready on the one. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we're not joined by Candace this week, Joey. Uh, Candace have a – she had a show or something, man? She got a last-minute booking to Hotels.com. I don't know. I think – (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll see if Candace travels this week. Okay. She's, du- she's ducking me. I haven't seen her in I don't know how long. She's ducking me. Ducking I mean, you? I mean, she can't claim she did. I, you know what's going to happen? She's going to be like, oh, I didn't know. And I'm, we're going to be like, you were literally added to a chat with him. <laughs> oh, man, Chip Jones, I know him. I would have loved to have been on with him. I just did not know he was there. I have a theory, though. <laughs> I, have a, I have a theory about Candace's presence. Okay. Because, uh, Chip, what you don't may not know is that uh, – Marcus has a long, time-honored tradition of butchering the guest's name. It's uh, actually a rite of passage around here, and uh, when and sometimes it doesn't happen. And I can get concerned sometimes when it doesn't happen. But I think I think when Candace is here, he gets it right now. I don't know what that is about, but I've noticed <laughs> that correlation. When she's not present, you get it right. 
I get the name right when she's not here? I think. I'm going to start tracking that mm-hmm. and okay. see if that, that pans out. But that's my theory right now. Well, Chip Jones is kind of an easy one. I was going to gonna say, if you, if you mess this one up, <laughs> we were going to check you for a stroke or something. Did you? That's, that's pretty, that's did you pretty straight pr- up. <laughs> did you pronounce the second P correctly? <laughs> that's right. No, I didn't go Chip Jones. That was right. I, 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 Put some that, in your voice. Yeah, you got to add a little extra every now and again. Oh, uh, man. Joey, anything happen to you this week, man? This week, that comedy. A whole lot helping. Huh? Helping happened. Happened. Okay. I would, I would Help it happen. A whole hell of a lot <laughs> happened. I think that's what you were going for. Yeah. Oh, man. So what happened to you this week, Joey LaFleur? Uh I did a show. I did. I, I had my first show back in D.C. Was that another since COVID. Black Star production? It Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. That black star not there. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about talk, that. Um, we talk about Alex. Are we talking about Alex? <laughs> yes. Come on, come on, man. That comedy's favorite black shooting star. No. <laughs> uh, we love that. We love that guy. Uh, we love we every. We love all we DC did. comics, uh, except for Eddie Lyles. Uh, if Eddie Lyles hears this, fuck you, you tall bastard. I really oh, don't like oh, you. Too oh, tall. Oh, oh. I know, Chip. You may not be as uh, as. As uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dangerous on the mic is DJ right. Mark. Gangster, gangster. <laughs> I, I create enemies on the mic. I, 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 I have I have a long-standing feud with uh, with old Mike B. And uh, oh, man, and, and that doesn't that hasn't gone away, even though he's gotten older and I've gotten better. You know, uh, um, <laughs> he actually um responded to a comment of mine earlier today, and I didn't get a chance to uh, check it yet. He did? No, I didn't. I didn't see what he said. Okay, because yeah, they they have they chose to come on my podcast and make an enemy out of me, Chip. It wasn't oh, it wasn't man. anything I did. I, I came no. to shows. I would represent them. I would go, hey man, love what you're doing. You're very funny, even though they weren't. I would make yeah, sure they whoa, whoa. <laughs> make sure they felt at ease. But then mm-hmm. when they come into my home, the Dot Comedy Studios, and they go, look at the fat DJ over in the corner. See, this is when I this is when I had to turn. This is when DJ yeah. Marcus uh-huh. becomes. The uh, apex predator that he is, you mm-hmm. know, you know how we start the day off. We are snake wranglers around here. I got you. So we grabbing snakes. And I don't, don't want to grab I had, snakes. I had, I oh, Pineapples. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't see all Mike B calling you the fat dick. I mean, he's a cheeseburger away from being a problem himself. Isn't he? I mean, come on, what's up with that? Truth. Oh, truth. Come on, old Mike B. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, those guys they, they they haven't been on in a while, Joe. You need to talk to them, man. Okay, you're back doing shows. You need to start talking to people. I'm working on it. I need. You to know how hard it is. Look, look, they're doing shows in D.C. on Thursday nights. It's hard for me to get down there, especially when I have to do a podcast on a Thursday night instead of. <laughs> hey, I didn't tell you to do this this week. That's right. <laughs> Wait, I did tell them to do this this week. Uh, that's that's when that's when you go remote. Do the podcast live at the show. There you go. We were Man. we were we were talking about that for a while. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. With great power comes great responsibility. Bullshit. Just because Joey has technical skills does not mean that Joey needs to work the booth and the sound and perform. Wait, sorry. I'm I'm having I'm having flashbacks. Oh, you have flashbacks yeah. of splash. Hey, hey, Joey. Joey, can you take care of the trash in the green room for me? Can you, can you, can you? <laughs> While getting tickets at the door, man, you got to get tickets. Can I? Yes. Will I? <laughs> that number, that number two toilet's backing up again, Joey. Can you take care of that? Oh man, oh man. So what else happened, man? How how the show go? Was it a good show? It was a great show, uh, and you know, until the, the towards the end. But it was generally, you know, it was a good show. 
Well, if it was the night of a million comics, yes, that's normal. That's normal. One of those shows that gets extended, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, those those uh, those shows I've been to with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember going to them where I go, okay, cool. We're uh, what time are you going on, Joey? Joey be like, oh, I go on about like eight eight thirty. Okay, cool. It'll be twelve (laughs) forty five. And I'll be like, Joey, when the hell are we leaving? Man, they don't give me respect. Oh man, <laughs> you know how hard it is to get spec on this name. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. That show, that show went from comedy to a Baptist church show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it became a it became a religious experience for a lot of people. It's, uh, across from the barracks on the eighth. Oh man, yeah, man. But th- well, we used to have those shows too. But ours mm-hmm. are open mics where we have ten thousand comics come and. Uh, Someone their, always be mad. Yeah, Someone right. always be salty. Well, that, that's that's the way because you know I used to be with Kaleidoscope. I started it with uh, with uh, Marcus Brown and Erwin uh, Loring, you know, and Danny Rolando. and that's what the open mics are, are. You take a whole bunch of people and then you whittle it down for your for your regular shows. You mm-hmm. know, you're looking for the cream of the crop. You know. Yeah, we messed up and didn't do regular shows. <laughs> you know? just had we just had the open mics. We so. just had pain and suffering <laughs> <laughs> for three hours. Every Wednesday, and that was a, that was just a show. That's not counting like that time we were there. Oh yeah, we were there. We were there for like six hours. Yeah, so. we were there for six hours most times. Six hours a week for one show. Our our production value was way more than an open mic should ever be. Mm-hmm. Um, and all we ever got was complaints about it. Yeah, like, what are these lights about? Like it's showtime. Perform. <laughs> we're giving you a stage that looks like a real stage. It's, it's like I, it's like when you cook like a. Like a, a gourmet meal for a ten-year-old, and they're like, eh, "I want mac and cheese." You're, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we were offering like to record people set for them for five dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. Wow! And they get discounts if they like either paid, bought, had a had a receipt from their food or drink, and or if they brought people to the show. Yeah. So you could get it for free if you you know or eat that's very amazing because you know like these Zoom shows. I mean these uh. Clubs that are doing Zoom shows, they're charging people twenty five, thirty dollars. Just push a button, record. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. I'm done with it. Like, <laughs> like people, all we ever got. The one time we started doing, we offered like a, uh, we had a, we had a, we tried to do a, a promotion where it was a featured set package, and we would say, uh-huh. look, for forty bucks, we'll let you do ten minutes. You can do it recorded. We'll do it on uh, on a Wednesday because it's a Wednesday. It's an open mic. And mm-hmm. you can do your thing, like we're, like we're like we're providing a video sir, forty dollars for a ten minute set recorded, and all I got was you're charging for stage time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm charging for a video that would cost you hundreds of dollars. That's right. <laughs> I wish I'd known that, man. I would have gotten an air mattress and a wife, and we'd come up and done ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Why are we doing this was, for all these people? Because it it's only forty dollars. It, it was <laughs> it was Bethesda. I don't know if those people would be about that. Nah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have liked that too tough. Well, they would have liked it. I don't know. They, we, we had rap got banned. Oh well, rap was gonna get banned there. They they like public sex. <laughs> they, they don't like black people. They just like public sex. <laughs> we got go go and rap banned in Bethesda. <laughs> We, all, so, we had fun at uh at, at Union Jacks. At Union Jacks, Union Jacks yeah. was probably like the funnest until it became tapped. Yeah, and now it's closed mm-hmm. <laughs> again. Yeah, again. Oh man! But Joey, yeah. did anything else happen to you this week, man? Uh, 
I uh, got to do Nottingham show. I almost got fired. Um, <laughs> fired. Wait, 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 back up, back. Wait, wait. You can't, you can't, you can't by I almost got fired. There's uh, a story there. There really isn't. Um, I just, uh, um, I really, I, I procrastination kills. Like that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Like if, like what happens is you start a new job, you learn how to get in the train, and then like I got behind the eight ball, and then I was like. I don't know how to read. Okay, so I'm working with people who are not from America. Mm-hmm. And I struggle to read cert- people from certain countries because they kind of just, I that it's like one, I can't hear the emotion through the uh, accent. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I can understand that. So I don't know how they're feeling about where I am versus where I should be. There's a lot of ambiguity in generally what's going on. And then you get into like this, like, I don't think I'm doing well. And then your inner voice becomes louder than anything else. And it's like, you suck. You should be doing more. And then, and then, and then you're like, yeah, uh, oh, I could do more if I wanted to. And then you're like, yeah, but it, but it, like, but you suck. And then, so you get into like this, like uh, compression chamber of, I should really do more work, but I'm a piece of shit, so I don't want to do work. <laughs> and then, and that's gone on for about a month now. And my my boss finally, I, I learned, I did learn how to read it, read that he, when he uses the word really multiple times, he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like everything else will kind of stay the same because he's very professional. But when mm-hmm. I hear that word, I know I fucked up. And I heard it multiple times in one call, and I was like, oh, man, I'm about to get gone. So I better get my act right. Um, so, okay. So, um, so was it like, uh, hey, Joey, I really need those TPS reports. Basically. That's <laughs> essentially what happened, yes. Um, Puts the emphasis. Emphasis where it needs to be. And then I promptly responded by doing a solid job for two days and then uh, causing my, my own power and internet to go out. How'd you do that? Because I was like, hey, I want a cup of coffee with my breakfast. And Shorted everything. I tried to run. The... Here's the thing, though. Okay, so I've my apartment's wired stupid. Their whole f- living area mm-hmm. is on one circuit. So mm-hmm. my computer, my TV, and all this other stuff I use to work. I have two computers, desktop, laptop, uh, all this shit. And then I have an air fryer, and then I have... <laughs> <laughs> like all this shit. Now I found out that I when I tried to connect two two air fryers into the same uh outlet that that was going to cause that problem. So I I was able to like plug them into two different outlets and now I can use both air fryers at the same time because they're on different circuits just by going to one outlet around the corner. Like it's this wall, this wall. And then so I was good. So I thought today oh I'm gonna connect this coffee pot on the other side of the room on the other side of the, by the refrigerator. Guess what? Somehow the same circuit as the air fryer on that wall with the with all the other shit. So I connected two opposite sides of the apartment. I have a coffee pot. I have an air fryer. I have a computer. I have the internet. Four different corners of the room. Power goes out. And it's the one circuit that I don't have access to in the apartment. To the breaker. I had to I had to like text my Text my landlords who are normally night owls. I'm like, I'm not going to hear from them until afternoon. Oh, wow. And this is at like nine in the morning. <laughs> I just wanted bacon, coffee, and two Pop Tarts. Was that too much to ask? Yes. <laughs> two Pop Tarts? Why would you need two Pop Tarts? 
Are those that's just, a, that's those keto pop tarts. You gotta have that sugar balance. Those keto tarts. They were keto pop tarts. They were like four net carbs each. Yeah, Joey. Joey's very healthy with this nonsense. Her first thing in the morning. So, mm-hmm. so you, you almost shorted out your apartment and killed all your electricity. Yes. Right. And that's when I decided that I needed a coffee station in the bedroom. <laughs> okay. Because that way it'll be free of. Because I, I, I checked, and the bedroom still had power while everything else was dead. <laughs> wow. So wait, so you, you live like in a basement apartment in a house? No, I live in a, uh apartment above a garage behind a house. Like there's a separate garage, and then the there's a apartment built above the garage. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a barn. Got it. Yeah. How, far, how, far, how far away is the house from, from where you live? The main house? Yeah. Oh, it's 40 feet. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's, far. It's it's up a, up the oh, driveway. So, so you just get you one of those uh, sixty foot orange, you know, heavy duty cables to plug it into the house. <laughs> so you, you got your emergency power. Well, what know? I need is the breaker, is the access to the breaker in the garage below the apartment. Yeah, you do like the hood does. You tap it to your neighbor. That's it, exactly. That's what you do. You tap it to you, David. That's how we all got power. When when I was little, we had extension cords running in and out of apartments. That's right. You know, here's an interesting story, because, you know, for years, almost uh, 10 years, I was a manager with the Hard Rock Cafe. And we opened uh, 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 a cafe in Antwerp. And since it was outside of the U.S., it was a franchise. Oh, okay. And it turned out the way Antwerp is built, it's much like uh, many European cities. It's got, you know, aqueducts and the, the city is actually raised and it's got all these passages underneath. And the guy who bought the franchise for Antwerp got into trouble because he actually was running these heavy duty cables through those aqueducts to the Hilton and he was <laughs> tapping off their power. <laughs> And so somebody at the Hilton noticed, hey, you know, when that hard rock opened, our electric bill got really high. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. So so it's not just the ghetto, baby. Hey. <laughs> Where the hell is Antwerp? Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. It's the uh, diamond capital of the world, you really? know, except for, you know, South Africa, where it, it's where it's where they they, they do all the. Uh, that's yeah. where they buy cutting, it. cutting of it. Yeah. Diamond cutting. Yeah. The diamonds go from South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's where the rough diamond goes to become the smooth yeah. diamond. The smooth. That's where they sell it from because, you know, they can't sell it down there. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. But, Joey, Yo. this week DJ Marcus had nothing on his plate. Uh, he is literally as tired as he's ever been because he's working harder than he's ever worked. He's burned the candle at both ends. He's got a baby, got a baby mama, got a girl, got life. Life sucks, Joey. And DJ Marcus is finally figuring it out. It sucks. But I was I was listening to a podcast of ours earlier this week for quality control purposes, because we do that around here, not to get our listens up, for quality control purposes. And I distinctly remember you saying that 2021 was going to be the summer of Marcus, ball-headed hoe shit all the way. The spring of Marcus is kicking Marcus's ass. Uh, <laughs> the summer may be great. I think the summer, like starting when the summer hits, is going to be fucking great. You this, have eleven days. This spring is kicking me in the nuts. <laughs> it is. It is. It is turning me into the person I don't want to be, who's a tired, back hurting human being. <laughs> I can see that. You ever had your? It's kind of happening to me too. You ever had your glutes hurt for four hours before when you started working? Yeah, it's like every day. Yeah. That, that, that's not a normal thing for me. 
Yeah, because you don't hurt. push sleds and flip tires and yeah. shit like I, I do. Don't, I don't do strenuous activity for a reason. I'm, <laughs> I am I am slowly trying to turn myself into veal. I did. <laughs> <laughs> the tenderest of meats. That's what, that's what I'm working on. I don't, I don't need to be tough. I'm gonna be, I don't need to be a Denver steak. I'm going to be a grizzly be marbled ribeye. <laughs> Not oh, what are you hitting over there? You keep having a lot of interference, like knocking. I don't know. Is it your mic? I think Probably. your mic's not in, <laughs> in the chassis all the way. I don't know. Because like every time you talk, it goes. Dig, 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 dig. We gotta throw this whole studio out and start over. You think so? No, <laughs> no, it's too much work. It's a lot of work to do that. It's a good studio though. I like it. Oh yeah, it's great. Like every time I have people over, I say, "Hey, here's the dot comedy studio." Go, it looks so much bigger on TV, and that's what I say. Every TV studio you will ever hear says the same thing. Is it cleaner on TV? It probably is. Like, you can't see the dirt. I don't know about that's true anymore. You don't think so? Because uh, Chip, I know you got to be the deciding factor. Can you see how filthy the Dak Comedy Studio is? Uh, you know, I can't. You know, but then, you know, my... My vision has been getting worse and worse, you know, that I'm old. So I see dongles, I see right. wires, I see papers. There's a cloth here of some sort that I'm not sure if it's clean or dirty. That is a mask. Well, where, where is that? Where is I, I can't see right here. See that's she. Oh, okay. We're playing okay. the scavenger hunt. This is a scavenger hunt uh, <laughs> section of the episode. Can you find the unopened? Okay, wait, mail? wait. Let me screenshot this, and th that way, when you give me the list, I can uh, <laughs> circle it. He can stuff. circle it and win a prize. Circle it, you know. It's like, <laughs> oh man, the, uh, the dot comedy find it page. <laughs> like every, every week they they send you a page. We're gonna get uh, a little Where's Waldo doll and move it around <laughs> the studio in different spots. <laughs> We were doing that with uh, we had a doll like we had a Christmas bear or something. We were mm -hmm. doing that with for a little while, and I think mm -hmm. it just disappeared in the packing and unpacking of the studio. Uh, but Joe, you know what we're gonna do? We can take a quick break, man. Okay. And then we're gonna have a quick. It was sitting right there, quick. We're gonna have a sit down conversation with Chip Jones. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna meet him. We're gonna talk to him. We're gonna learn a little more about him. Yeah. Uh -oh. We're going to see, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh, <laughs> sir. But we're going to do that, and then we're going to get into some crazy shit going on in the world, Joey. You know the world is blowing up in 2021, right? Blowing mm -hmm. up? Blowing up. Literally see, or figuratively? It's blowing up. Oh. So this oh. is this is hood. So that means good shit's happening. Okay. When black people say blowing up, we mean it. We mean good things. When white people say blowing up, <laughs> Afghanistan happens. I, I just wanted to, to verify that we were talking about, that, about trending. Trending <laughs> year twenty twenty one is trending versus the, the trend is. Yeah, I, I know how. I know how that can happen. But we'll be back with more fun and more thrill, folks. And we'll see you in a minute on the That Comedy Podcast. This segment of That Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Headphones. You need to hear something happening in your world? Slap on a pair of headphones. Comfortable, reclining, stiff, may make your neck hurt, may make your ears bleed, but they're headphones, and they will make you feel a little better and with a little more sound you can hear. That's right. 
headphones. And we're back in the Dak County Podcast. I am DJ Marcus. And I heard it's the bomb, but you know I got it going on. Give me some of that thug passion, baby. Joey, do you know what thug passion is? Thug passion? Thug passion. Is that a new flavor of sports drink? It is not a flavor of sports. It is an alcoholic beverage. That's what the, this is the song that you've been listening to. It's called uh, Thug Passion. I did not know that. And I think it's Hennessy mixed with something else. Most of the... Uh, Would it be a sort of fruit? Probably passion fruit. Most oh, no. I was thinking like... Uh, oh, what's it called? A grape. No, well, fuck you. That's, that's what I say to that. Fuck you. Like we just, we don't mix. Well, we mix Hennessy with everything, so it probably is Hennessy and grape soda. I don't know. Black people, we do strange things. Wait, every wait, wait, wait. Black people don't have grape soda. They have purple drink. <laughs> it's Hennessy and purple. <laughs> Hennessy and purple drink. Uh, yeah, because uh, that, that, that's one I of I wasn't my... even trying to do that. That just happens. <laughs> Thug passion. Thug Passion yeah, recipe. So let's see. A thug <laughs> Passion is made of. It has Hennessy. I know it has Hennessy in it. Thug uh, Passion has got to be. You're drinking Hennessy when you when you when you mix tape drops. That's, <laughs> thug <Passion. laughs> that's, that's a thug's passion. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> uh, it is actually. It's not. It, it it's only includes Alizé and Cristal. Well, what? Yeah, see that. See, why would I mix those two? Mm. Yeah, that's nasty. I'm good. <laughs> I'll stick to Incredible Hawks. That's that's uh, that is Hennessy and hip and uh, hypnotic. I don't know why people drink Hennessy. I'm gonna say it. I've had it. I don't like it. I don't understand what the deal is. I was like, I'm excited to finally try it because I never really ordered it, and then I ended up trying it. And I was like, "What's the what's the what's the draw here? Cheap, that cheap, is the draw. It. Is it? Yeah, well, it's, it's not. It's, it's only cheap. It's only cheap in comparison to what? To other like cognacs. Right. Cognac can go. I'm not. I don't. <laughs> You're not gonna get a fight from me. You know, I don't like. I don't, I don't care for I don't, stuff. I thought cognac. I was expecting it because I thought it was supposed to be like you know, special of some sort." It's one of those things. It's like people who like talk about how great scotch is, and I'm like, every time I ever drink in scotch, all I've gotten is more hair on my chest, which I don't need. Yeah, you don't need any more hair on your chest. No, there's no one else who needs less hair on their chest than me. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it, it, Hennessy is uh, is the is the drink of our people. I don't know That's why. Right. I think no Hennessy. What Hennessy did it it um. They marketed. I mean, they they, they marketed it for us, mm-hmm. right? And they 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 were the only advertiser. Yeah, like Chrysler three hundred. Yeah, so, I don't. <laughs> I, they're the only advertiser we could get in the like seventies right. for our magazines. Mm-hmm. So Essence yeah. and and Ebony magazine were all bought to you by Hennessy. Mm. And cool. And cool. And Coles. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> that's why menthol cigarettes and Hennessy are our things. And it's like, why do we? Why is that a, a stereotype of ours? <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. But it's like, I, I, eh. I think menthol cigarettes have been in the black community so long. I think it's now genetic. Now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, baby mamas got to rub menthol on their nipples to get their baby. <laughs> oh. Feed now. It's just like, you know. It numbs the baby's gums. That way it feels <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. 
But, but you, you just said Incredible Hulk. I was thinking Hennessy and the uh, the lemon lime Gatorade. So you get the green. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's it. like I've seen it made, and it's it's uh-huh. hypnotic and Hennessy. So it's you get the blue of hypnotic mm-hmm. with the the amber gold of of uh-huh. uh, Hennessy makes See, that green. Makes it kind of green. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, and, and you and you mix that in like an extra Seven Eleven cup you got laying around yes, the house. Right? Yes. <laughs> a big gulp cup. <laughs> a big gulp. That's right. Oh man! But folks, we are glad to have in the building and joining us this week, Mr. Chip Jones. Um, I personally have never met Mr. Chip Jones. I will. I I, I do like to tell our our audience that when I've met the comics we have on the show, because uh, I don't want to seem like a uh, like a uh, poser. I'm asking questions. I'm like, hey, man, uh, so how was that last show you did? I don't know the last show you did. I don't I, I, we, we met a half hour, 45 minutes ago. Uh, but I am glad to have you on the show. And, Thank you, sir. And you are officially, as it, at the beginning of this, I mean, I always like to tell our newest guests, you are officially a part of the Dot Comedy family. So anytime mm-hmm. you have something coming up or you have something important happen to you, I want you to make sure you come to us and tell us first. That way we can tell the world for you because we can put All your right. voice out to at least 25 more people than you can. Wait. <laughs> I'm not going thousands. I'll just go. I'm, I'm <laughs> modest. I'm a very modest host. Oh, uh, man. But Chip, so tell me a little bit about yourself, man. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, Off and on since 2009. I had... Uh, I started out in 2009. I had a few years I took off when uh, we had some family illnesses that uh, mm-hmm. sort of distracted me. And so I, I sort of jumped back in uh, a couple months before the uh, pandemic hit. So, <laughs> like, right, you know, as a comedian, that's what you want. Perfect timing, right? That's, uh, <laughs> okay, that's so it. so you've been, you've been doing this in 2009. Have you, um, who are some of your influences? Uh you know, growing up, influences Red Fox, Richard Pryor, you know, um, Flip Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, Dick Gregory, who I actually became friends with. Uh, oh, wow. So uh, that's, uh, those are my influences. Okay. Since doing comedy, you know, I, I think I've got to be like every DC comic, got to be Tony Woods, you know, and uh, became friends with him and actually did shows with him. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, yeah, I have to say it. You know, even though it, it, it's not popular, you gotta you gotta like Louis C.K. I mean, mm-hmm. his his uh, his art is excellent. His uh, his life is shit, but his art is excellent. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, everybody's go to Chappelle. Um, yeah. And uh, so I think that's where I'm at. Okay. I'm also I'm also in that wheelhouse. I do. You know, sort of a um, a split of of sort of topical political humor, uh, black life and family life. So, you know, on the topical stuff, you know, Bill Maher, you know, um, probably probably one of the biggest influences. Alon- Alonzo Bowden, uh, really sweet guy, and uh, sort of that's what I would say would probably be um, my political influencers okay see see joey <clears throat> people don't like to like to shy away from the the controversial influencers uh see my my biggest influence in in comedy uh has always been bill cosby 
Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, me, I like to drug them and get them out the door. It's easier what? that way. Huh? What? No, that's not the right way to go there. Right. That's not the right way to go there. <clears throat> I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't like to do that. This is the cancel cast? What are we doing here? <laughs> that's right. that's I try true. to figure out a way to get us canceled every week. He does. That way, when, we do, when it does happen, I can go, y'all must not be listening. I've been doing that's this shit right. for years. That's really the whole show. <laughs> I, I try to say the show's about current events. You know what the show is? The show is Marcus trying to get us canceled and me battling that <laughs> that desire um oh man but i don't want to he, he just he, he likes the uh he likes the thrill of it all or, or he likes he likes to raise it to the level where he can champion over it like yeah man our podcast should have been canceled but you know what we were just so strong they couldn't get rid of us get rid of us <laughs> We're that good, baby. Yeah, we went through the fire of cancellation, baby. You hear me? So much. Um, I'm like a, I'm like a white, I'm like a white male. I just love danger. I like obstacles in my life. Speaking of cancels, um, (laughs) I don't want to leave you out on alone with um your Louis C.K. observation, Chip, because I actually agree. I one of I I don't necessarily consider him one of my greatest influences, but Mm. I do. There is one thing that I like. I can't. I struggle to think of another example of this, but I saw him live when he taped a special at Constitution Hall, mm-hmm. and one of the things I've kind of always said about DC as an audience is, unlike a town like New York, that's or LA, where it's like a melting pot, and you have a lot of people that are there for different reasons, um, that are just like living life. There's they don't. Um, they're they're just there because they ended up there or they came there um, with like you know their hearts in their hand and hope um, or they just are from there. But it's a really diverse melting pot, right? You get a lot of lot of uh, people with a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different things, um, and you generally get some smarter crowds in in both areas. You you know, um, but DC is it, DC too is a melting pot, but it's different because it's people come people come here because they have causes. They have things they're sensitive about. This is like I the the town that you come to when you like want to get some stuff done. And so people have their things that they're really sensitive about. And I watched Louis C.K. come into Constitution Hall in the heart of D.C. to uh, to to a venue, and his first like thirty minutes were on abortion. Which we've seen be like one of the most divisive topics in our country for decades. Mm-hmm. And he directly attacks it in the most dangerous place to do that that comedy because there's a high risk you're gonna lose half your audience. Yes. And that I thought it was awesome to watch the fearlessness to take that on and then to bounce back and forth to kind of say Nothing, no absolute here wins. There's kind of a, he did a really good job of like navigating that and expressing some like just honest, realistic um, views of satire on the extremes that you could get to. And it was so cool Mm because it's like one of the things that you constantly watch is like this struggle of, of human beings to just successfully express themselves and say what they mean without other people taking it in some direction it's not meant to. And that was really cool to see. Mm. So I, when I think of, think of that kind of like tight wire rope comedy, um, 
that's like the first thing that I reach for. So when you mentioned that, that, that I was like, I, 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 that's still one of the best examples I can think of of that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, think, think about that. Think about that in your head. And this is what I think he is excellent at. I bet if you were to see that and actually break it down, most of that set wasn't told in his voice. What he is really good at is giving you sort of like the extreme. So he'll create an extreme character and tell you what that person said. And then on the other side, that. So he he takes the really hard stuff and he sort of farms that out to other characters so that he can sort of say like the neutral arbiter. And that that's that's one of the things that's different than most. Com- most comics would get up there like, that's what I think. You know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is me, this is me, this is me. And he's sort of like, you know, here I am in the middle. This is kind of what I think, but here's what this guy thinks. Here's what this guy thinks, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's a way of sort of detaching yourself from the ire that people have for the opinions that you are expressing, which yeah. I think is, is it's, it's masterpiece. You know? It's kind of like a reverse Socratic method. Like instead right. of uh, it being all you know, like he's playing, you know, the Socratic methods kind of question everything and and play the middle by by asking questions, and he kind of does the opposite by mm-hmm. by making statements outside of himself. He's kind of exactly. like if you literally flip which, it around, which is totally opposite than the way comedians are trained now. You know, if you yeah. if you take a comedy class now, or if you read books, on, you know, everything's always about you know, you tell your personal stories, tell your personal opinions and stuff. And and he does it, you know, the different way. You know, he's like, you know, I'm gonna tell you their opinion. I'm gonna tell you their opinion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mediate it in the middle, and you're gonna get a sense of where I am on it. But I'm not gonna be the one that's bringing the bad news. You know, yeah. it's like that's a, that's an interesting way of uh, doing it too. Because yeah, it is. You never, yeah. you never like, you well. Part of it is you can you can never be like trapped in the hey that's my opinion, right? And and that's that's one thing that a lot of comedians get stuck with. Oh, that they they've told this story from such a personal place that mm-hmm. it becomes them forever. Same thing like what Ke- what happened with Kevin Hart a couple years ago, where he told that story about him hitting his son over the head with a with a dollhouse, right. but he told it from a personal place. He can mm-hmm. if you're more abstract with it, you can go it's that's life. <laughs> right. As opposed I, to being how I would, how I view life, and that's all the. And, and it, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and that's the danger as a comic because you get locked into that. So you know, audiences don't allow you to evolve. You know, yeah. it's like, it, and and it happens on all kinds of. I mean, Joe Piscopo. You know, Joe Piscopo went from being the average guy to being a bodybuilder, and audiences couldn't take it. You know, this guy is is not the you know sort of pudgy, normal-sized guy that we saw in SNL. He's this, you know, kind of crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. but bodybuilding. It's like it 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 shatters their mental idea of of the box that they put you in, you know, and that's why that's why you have, you know, uh, Kevin Hart getting pushback from, um, from people over jokes that he told, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Even though he's apologized for them over and over again, it's because in their mind... They have put him in this box of who he was when they first saw him. So yes. you, you, you can't evolve, you know. It's like people can't handle complexity any and and in general, like it's. I mean, you look at the there's what I forget what the the study said, but basically, like you can only mainly maintain like five real close relationships at any one yeah. time, and then everything else is like 
you know, uh, anecdotal or ancillary, or you could do it for a little while, but it's going it, to, you know, it's not sustainable. Yeah, it's change. People hate change. And that's why people will stay in sucky relationships forever. You know, it's because it's, it's, be- it's better to, you know, deal with the devil that you know than the unknown. You know, it's like, yeah. and that's, that is why we have problems politically, you know, racism and all this stuff. It's just, yeah, yeah, but I'm used to this. You know, it's like, I don't know what's on the other side of that door and people are afraid. Yeah. And, and they very can't. few people, very few people have epiphanies and change their lives overnight. You see it on TV and in movies, but that shit doesn't really happen in real life. I know? swear, it's the funniest. Like I, I noticed it probably more than last year because we were separated by COVID and everybody was li- living mm-hmm. through social media. And you see these arguments erupt, and you can like, like first realize the real pandemic is like literacy. Like no one's actually reading anything that each other wrote. They're picking out the keywords that allow them to continue thinking what they already thought about you. Right. And they're not accepting anything that doesn't that disagrees with that. And so they just get more entrenched instead of approaching any sort of middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that I have to say that's that's something I learned becoming a married man. You know, my wife, you know, people People will often say to me, oh, man, you must be the smartest person in the room. And I always answer, yeah, as long as my wife's not in that same room. Because that's what my wife, you know, schooled me early on. Is a lot of times, you know, people don't discuss stuff. They just wait for their turn to talk, you know. And she's <laughs> like, you know, we're not having a discussion, you know. You're not listening to me. You're just waiting to, to chime in with what you already believe. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I had I had that that uh, I had a similar conversation uh, with someone earlier this week like that, uh, where it's like, yeah, you're not listening to me, and both of us kept yelling at each other that you're not listening to me, you don't hear me, and I'm like, wait a minute, are we not listening? No, <laughs> it is. No. So then I finally just stopped and looked at her with and just say, you know what? Okay, start just talk, just, just go ahead and talk. I'm I'm, and what you're gonna say right now, I'm just gonna listen to what you're gonna say. I'm not. There's no anger, animosity. And I don't have a point right now. That's that's what you have to remember to do when you have when you go into conversations like that. You gotta go. I don't have a point. I'm just waiting for you to finish so I could go with your points and figure out the solution inside of your right. points first. Well, and the then step out of that. The problem here, is here, here's the rule. Here's the rule with with my wife. When we have discussions or arguments or anything, you can't just say what you want to say. When you have someone say something, you've got to pair it back and say, okay, what, I, what I'm hearing you say is this. That step, that heartbeat where you're actually thinking about what they said, conceptualizing it, and parroting it back to them actually gives you focus on what they are really saying. And it also gives them a chance to correct anything that you misinterpreted. And that's a way to actually have a discussion and to move things forward and flesh things out because you, now you're both agreed on what each one is saying, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of times what we hear is not what that person really said, you know? So, very yeah, true. Yeah, you're always going to be, um, po- you know, in a position to see things in rose colored right. glasses. Right. You, you filter it through your own emotions. Yeah. Right? And, and, and that leaves you with two. And that's why you see so many people like walk away with two different interpretations of what happened. And and part of it, I think, and one thing I've seen happen a lot, and, and you see it with, like, kids are a great illustrator. Because when you see kids not listening, they're waiting. They, they, they really don't have the tools to express themselves efficiently or 
<laughs> or because they just don't. They haven't. They haven't learned yet, and yeah. they're still learning how to do that. And so sometimes they're not listening because they're waiting. They'll they'll if they if they actually listen, then they're gonna forget what they wanted to say. I I <laughs> and and so they once you like lock onto some you know you'll be you can set out with the intention to listen, but as soon as I hear something that I really want to say something about, stop listening. You stop listening and holding on to that thought because you're afraid right. of losing it. And that takes you out of the moment. Yeah. I mean, the same thing happens to you on stage as a comic. You can, if you, if you're worried about remembering that eighth joke, you're not performing that performing in the moment. Yeah. You're not breathing and listening and reading the room anymore. You're just trying to hold on to that one joke that you're trying to work on. This three three jokes deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making <laughs> sure you go. <laughs> right. Making sure. But you know, you know what, you know what sucks with that though. Yeah, it sucks when you're when you're doing that and you're parroting back and in your mind you're like, damn, she's right, you know, and you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's and you're uh, like, okay, let me let me let me tap out right now because <laughs> I'm totally wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I think it's I think it's also we've been kind of set up for this too, and um, I'm interested to get your take on this, Chip, because um, I feel like you know, growing up in the era that we all did where like as a man you're told to suck it up tough it up you know we're not we're no we don't get experience expressing emotion effectively no. right it's repress it repress it repress it and then it comes out in weird unintended ways or sideways and so we're really bad at it i think as a historically and that poses like one set of challenges consequently women are on the other side of that where they're expressing everything and they have a lot of experience with it but they don't have a lot of experience kind of pulling back on on those emotions Mm -hmm. so that they can understand like they're they're more focused on the emoting than than the receiving of that emotion yeah and so you okay at least that's 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 but my been my observation, but I'm curious to see what you think if you would agree with that. Yeah, I think I think you know the the time that we grew up as men. Not only did we not sort of get the the freedom to learn about our emotions stuff, hell, half the time we don't even know the name. You know, women. Yeah. When it comes to emotions, women are like Eskimos in snow. You know, they got like you know 500 words for each emotion. You know, it's like. <laughs> in, you know, we got, you know, the three, I'm horny, you know, I'm hungry and leave me alone. You know, it's like <laughs> that, that's all we got. And, and that emoting, when you say it, I mean, it, to a certain extent, that's kind of where we want to get to, because we obviously know bottling that stuff inside is not good for you. And that's why women tend to live 10 years longer than most men, you know, it's because they're not carrying that extra baggage of, of feeling pissed off from an argument they, that they, you know, lost in third grade, you know, because we, we have no way of processing that. You know, like I said, half the time, we don't even know the name of that real emotion, you know? So it's like... Well, to be fair, I think we've always accepted that, you know, the, 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 the emoting as being a, a win, right? It's acceptable for women. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't... What hasn't happened from for the, from either side really, and part of it is because what is exp- is emoting it, but in a constructive way, in a way that it's actually meant to be received. Versus, I need to get this out of me, 
And I think that we've kind of, we've for so long accepted just women are going to emote and men aren't. And we neither one, no point was there a conversation about what's a healthy way to do this <laughs> on either side of things. Very and, true. And you see it a lot of these, like, um, in a lot of these things, a lot of these um, things where they're, they're trying to show what therapy's like and, and mental health. And one thing that I think is not talked about, and we talk about mental health, mental health, like, oh, we need to help crazy people. But we don't talk about mental health in the, in the how to have healthier relationships with the people around you. Mm-hmm. And that's so important with all this. And I don't know how we got into this topic because we're supposed to be talking about Chip right now. But <laughs> <laughs> that's because men don't talk about this but, type of stuff. Cause, yeah, because it's crazy. <laughs> but actually, actually, I, I think you know Mark Palchak, the comedian. Sounds familiar, but I yeah, he's uh he's older. He's in his seventies, and he 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 does stand up. And actually, I uh, I've been invited into a men's group that he's had. They they've been doing it for years. We're sort of men talking emotions, talking about their stuff. I mean, we're all older, so you mm-hmm. know we've got we've got some experience. There there is a an idea they call it a reevaluation counseling. Um, and it's hinged on the idea of the emoting is what's important. That if you do emote and you get that out and and uh, work your way through it, that you can move on. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the thing that happens that's not healthy is people that are emoting constantly over the same thing. Because that, that sort of just reinforces the, the, um, the, the lunacy, if you will. Because the... The core of this is the guy who started this, much like you know, uh, Dianetics, but on an actually helpful nature. This guy <laughs> had open heart, open heart surgery, without any anesthesia, mm. because at the fundamental core of reevaluation, reevaluation counseling is that if you can actually work through the pains and, and the mental anguish of your life, that you not only. Uh, are, are better able to think cognitively, but it also, it affects how you feel and move through the world. That a lot of times the pain that you're feeling is not really, I stub my toe pain. Mm-hmm. It's I stub my toe and that pain triggers a whole network of pain that takes you all the way back to the first girl that, you know, turns you down, you know, and yeah. if you can start getting rid of all of that residual pain, then you're only dealing with the pain in the moment and stubbing your toe, eh, really not that bad, you know? Yeah. So so a, a lot of times what we're actually feeling isn't what we're actually feeling, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, that's so. true. I, I do, it's interesting what you said about, um, about people who emote the same thing over and mm-hmm. over. Do you think that's generally the person's not really emoting what they should be emoting or, and that's why it's, that's why it's persisting. Or is it just that's they're emoting that because the, the cause is related to some relationship they have that's broken, that they're not resolving. And well, I think, I think it's, it's the nexus of that is that they are afraid of actually going through that pain so they'll go to a limit but they actually won't break through Mm. so they're constantly going halfway there halfway there and it's not until you actually go completely through it and resolve it that you can put it away you Mm. know 
Yeah. As long as you keep going halfway, you're still going to keep pulling it back out and going halfway. Still pulling out and going halfway. Yeah. Part of part of part of doing this is you got to have the courage to actually say, you know what, I'm going to look these horrible things in the face and I'm going to resolve them. You know. All right. That is it. That, 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 uh, you know what? I don't know where this podcast went. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, it's like a weird, weird turn. It's not a, but it's not a bad thing. It, it, it's, no. it's, it's, it's one of those things where you. And now some jokes about slavery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had a hidden agenda that I did want to get to this week about men and mental health. We weren't going to get to it, but with what we had planned to talk about, and then when we went down this rabbit hole. And I was content to keep going. <laughs> I know, I know, you think, I know when you get when you get on a topic. I know when you I know when you want it, and it, we've been doing this long enough. So I'd, I'd let you go sometimes, uh, but we're at uh, fifty-two I'm, I'm, minutes into the episodes. So. I'm just I'm, I'm just right. scared that that Joey lulled me into an intervention. What, what's <laughs> <that intervention? laughs> All right, we'll go we'll go we'll we'll go back to, to something lighter. Dick uh, jokes. Who? <laughs> you ever seen it, ladies? Ha ha ha! Snake. Trousers. No. What? Oh, that's not where we're supposed to go. Okay, my bad. I, I went. I, How do we overcorrect? We gotta. We gotta wrap that's up the right. interview. What's our last question? We always say. Uh, I ask you, who would Chip be at the dot comedy cookout? Uh, Chip would be the uncle that sits. He's sitting at the domino table, mm. mm-hmm. and he's telling everybody about life. But no one in the family wants to listen to it, <laughs> except one kid that's way too young. Yeah, no, the, like, <laughs> like, like the great grandniece is sitting at the table. He's like, you know, you got to get these things together. Life is going to be difficult, and right. they, and she and she just like, oh my god, he's so wise. And then everybody's like, if you don't get the hell away from Uncle Chip. <laughs> Let me tell you about life, but first, go give me another beer. Give me another. Oh man, oh man! But Chip, where can they find you, man? Yeah, you are a funny guy, and you uh, you do comedy in the DC area. Where can people find the, you at? In the DC area, you know, hit me up on my Facebook page. It's uh, Chip C H I P P J, uh, or uh, Chip C H I P P Jones J O N E S on IG. Uh, I'm going to be doing uh, Friday. This Friday, I'll be at um, Nottingham's, and then I'm still doing virtual shows. Like I'm doing a, a show uh, on the 16th called the Father's Day Show, and then the next uh, day, I'm hosting the uh, Silver Spring um, Virtual Blues Week comedy oh. show on the 17th. Okay. So we're slowly making that transition from uh virtual to uh to real life i think virtual will stay though i i, I don't think it's ever going to go away you know and it's uh, virtual has given a us a chance to look at think outside the box when it comes to comedy yeah i mean i've done like you know i joke that i've done shows you know all over the globe i mean i've done shows in tokyo kuala lumpur i even did a show in russia wow and uh you know it's amazing india it's a how is a, how is the a, international a, crowd it's interesting, you know, and it, you know, it's kind of, I think, I think DC Comics do well at it because, you know, the 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 um, comedy audiences here are so diverse to begin with. So most most of the comedians that do well here are not writing regional jokes. You know, they're mm. they're they're writing stuff that's larger than that because that that's what you have to do, you know, for an international audience. And it's interesting because you know, like I say, I do uh, a third of my stuff is about sort of race. And, slavery and all that stuff 
and it translates. You know, the Indians they they feel that same thing with their relationship with England. You know, the the South Africans feel the same thing with the Dutch. You know, it's like you know, it it it, it is relatable. And uh, at its core, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, and most of us have gone through the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, my my joke, my, I was gonna say my my joke about the international thing of Zoom is that you know doing doing shows all over and everybody speaks English. It uh, it makes me think that maybe colonialism wasn't that bad. You know, <laughs> I mean, sure, sure. You know, they killed a lot of people, they enslaved even more, and they stole a lot of land. But without it, people all over the world wouldn't understand what dick jokes. You know. <laughs> I'd have to use a Rosetta Stone or something. I like, I like to, I like to think of myself as an optimist, sort of, you know, a slave ship half full kind of guy. That's what I am. Oh man! And it's, it's funny when I do that joke. All over the globe, people of color laugh. They understand it. You know, I like that. They get it. I like that as a premise for a science fiction show. (laughs) There's some aliens that are like conquering everything. Right. And, and one and one uh and one comics like excelling only because he can like go everywhere and and they understand him. Right. Because they were forced to understand. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know oh. I hate those Martians cuz like, yeah, we all hate the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well Chip it is it is a fantastic pleasure sir and we are Thank gonna, you guys. This we, was fun. Thank you for coming on. And we're going to get into some uh, trending topics, Joey. Mm-hmm. We got some things going on in the world. What's going on in the world right now, man? Uh, Fat Joe uh, needs <laughs> need, needs some help. He uh, he had an accident with uh, something in his face. I think yeah. it was a marker. Um, <laughs> then uh, a kid kid drew on him like it was a wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mystical was trending for some reason. We'll find out why. Uh, Jeff Bezos gonna launch himself into space, and we'll see if he comes back. Okay. Uh, and then we just need to take some time to uh, celebrate Black Girl Magic. All right, man, and we'll talk about that and a whole bunch more when we get back on the Die Comedy Podcast. And this segment of Dark Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Carnivals. That's right, the summertime is here, and it's time for you to get the kids together to go ride on the wonderful Ferris wheel. That's right, your local Carnival's back in town, and we're COVID safe. We got gloves, we got masks, we got visors. That's right, carnies are in the building, so everybody get your cabbage together and come hang out with us at your local carnival. And we're back on the Dot County Podcast. I am DJ Marcus, and I picked quite possibly the best song to do a commercial about carnivals. (laughs) It just seems like this song plays in the background of every carnival. In America, <laughs> I hated this song for a whole year. <laughs> this is my favorite fucking song. <laughs> I know. I just I heard it every day for like a year. Oh I was my so tired. god! I, I didn't even realize it was that song till you said it was, uh-huh. and then I got mad about it, remembering how I felt that whole year. Oh man, I took a pill in the visa. 
and, and met a Fiji who was cool. I don't know what the hell that means, but I think it's awesome. You're being real 2016 right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, I'd rather go back to a better time. <laughs> Shit. What do you think the uh, the av- what do you think the average uh, carny got got vaccinated? <laughs> well, high probability that uh, that 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 demographic is uh, is lying about their vaccination card. That's, that's why they have mask <laughs> advisors at the carnival, Joey. Do they? Yes. They I haven't do. been to one yet. I haven't either because <laughs> I'm not going to. I get I get my second one, Joey. I didn't tell you. Got the first one oh. done. I got the first <laughs> shot, brother. It's an accomplishment. I got the water shot they're giving black people. Uh, this is, that's what they're giving us. They're, giving, they're just doping us up with water. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> they go, yeah, you can feel some pain in your arm right in the, in the injection site. And I'm like, okay, why would I feel pain from that? Because they don't know how to inject things. No, they don't. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, got my first one. Yeah. Uh, second one in two in two weeks. Okay. I did it on a whim. This is the craziest thing, right? I I was off that day. That was the only way it was gonna happen. Only fucking way it was gonna happen. I cannot make an appointment. Uh, if you tell me, hey, you gotta go in and get this done on this day, I'm not going. Just out of pure protest. Shit! What you don't know is that <laughs> is Marcus had an appointment to go do this, and he had an appointment to do this on the same day. He was gonna do like three <laughs> other things, and it started. Whatever he had to do that day started at seven a.m. I instantly knew it was not going to happen that day. <laughs> when he told me that, I'm like, nope, that's not going to work. When, I, when my day when my day off it's, starts it's, at seven, it's a it's problem. crazy though, because basically what you're saying is they're saying I set you up at an appointment so you won't die, and you're like, eh, I might make it. I might. Uh, you know, I can't. I can't guarantee. There ain't no guarantees you know. in this life. I think some of it. Was, I think some of Pen- it was. Pencil me in. Pencil me in. <laughs> I think so. It was he thought he would have died by now if he was going? Oh to. yeah. If, if I was gonna get COVID and die from it, I would have got it. Last, I would have got it six months ago. You know who's trending up? You know, elderly people are going down. It's people from uh, forty-five to to sixty that are dying now. Still it's, under uh, that range. That's, that's <laughs> going up. So, Candace, watch out. Yeah, <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> She's not gonna like that one. <laughs> It, it, the thing that that's crazy to me is the people that are still like, ah, oh, it's a hoax. It's like, well, how do you explain all these hundreds of thousands of dead bodies? You think you think everybody in the country is is a uh, crisis <laughs> actor? It? I mean, what's going on here? Everybody's <laughs> in on it. What the hell you mean, everybody? <laughs> everybody. Uh, but yeah, so I got a next one in twenty one. In uh, no, I was saying I was telling you about the day. So mm-hmm. I dropped my daughter off at school, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I'm gonna spend the day in the house cleaning up getting my getting my stuff together and i was like all right cool uh w- didn't do any of that uh so i went and, and spent time with the young lady i'm hanging out with right now uh had had lunch with her and then then i went and picked my daughter up from school mm-hmm. now driving to her school i went you know what the church is giving out the free vaccine and i ain't got to make an appointment i'm gonna Damn. just go <laughs> just drove straight to my church it got the vaccine in 15 minutes, and I was out the door. Okay. No line, no wait, no nothing. Just all I had to do was wait for the the resting period. So if I have a seizure mm-hmm. after the, I was like, this makes zero sense. If this thing is so damn safe, why do I have to sit here for 20 more minutes while you all <laughs> examine me? Because <laughs> someone you know had an allergic reaction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. It's it's a weird thing too because everybody's like, oh, you know, I knew a person that got the vaccine and they still got COVID. It's like. 
what in your life is 100% that you expect this vaccine is going to be 100% effective on everyone? It's and killing it's people. Like, it killed a guy who's yeah. 105 in Great Britain who was going to get killed by a strong wind on the next Tuesday. Right, yeah. It's like, but it's like people are like, oh, you know, unless this is 100%, you know, 49 people die each year eating a hot dog. I mean, it's like, come <laughs> on, man. Why are you... Why are you expecting this vaccine to be a hundred percent when hot dogs say. aren't even safe? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Marcus, it's crazy. I know that you don't check the group chat, but one of someone we both know got a got an allergic reaction the first time mm-hmm. and still went back for the second one. Mm-hmm. Oh well, she's dumb. She ain't gonna die from COVID either, though. <laughs> I don't care trooper. how dumb she is. She ain't dying of COVID. <laughs> she gonna get she's that. She's tough. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's tough. And I, 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 I do pay attention to group chat. I saw all those, all those, uh, all those. Oh man, can't believe you're doing bad. There's <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> can't I think can't ha- believe you're doing bad. Half that group chat is just apologizing for things that you didn't right. do. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Yes, right. <laughs> that should be a like tone that you can send to people. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry you are having a bad day. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why? Why is that how you feel right now? I don't care that much. So but. disingenuous. <laughs> oh man, but I find myself like making the most like overt condolences to people I don't know on Twitter. Like, they'll say they're going through shit. I'm like, I'm here for you. Like, why am I doing that with strangers? Like, I don't, I, I, what, what's wrong with me that I, like, I don't even care. Like, when someone, like, near me, if someone is telling me in my group chat, um, this happened, da 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 I'll be like, I guess I have to do this. That's but right. if a stranger says that they're going through some shit, I'm like, I'll be there for you. That's right. I got you. Because you, know, you know you don't have to follow through. You're I'll just listen. saying that. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no. It no. is. Yeah, you say, say, say that to somebody near you, then you got to actually, damn, now I got to get up and go over it. Like now I got to pat them on the damn back. <laughs> no, the, the thing, it, to, I, be, to be honest, Chip, though, the, it balances out because I, at the same time as I do that shit, I will mm-hmm. also get sought out by random people to talk to for about shit that I don't know that well, and they'll, like, bear their soul to me for no reason. Right. Well, they'll, they'll, for me, they bear their soul because... They want me to watch their dirty video or buy some Bitcoin from them. So, you know, <laughs> there it's, you go. it's a trade off. Can, so can, like... can you buy this Bitcoin? <laughs> the worst of the videos where it's like, in just a minute, we're going to tell you this secret. But first, here's a bunch of me repeating the same thing a different way. I'm waiting for those kids. You know, instead of selling uh, cookies and knives, be coming around like, "Yeah, I'm selling Bitcoin to put myself through college." (laughs) (laughs) You want this Doge? (laughs) You want this Doge, sir? Will you buy this Doge coin to support our our trip to the state fair championship (laughs) rolling competition? My football team needs new uniforms. Can you buy this Doge coin? (laughs) (laughs) We are the local boys club rolling on the ground club. We need to go to our rolling championship. <laughs> but you know what I was going to say a minute ago is that I hate I hate those people that are always talking about, well, you don't know what's in the vaccine. You know what's in the vaccine. And you know that the people that are eating strangers, potato salad, and sundry <laughs> social. It's like, come on. Really? You're worried about what's in the vaccine? And you eating potato salad with raisins in it? Come you on. You need to be worried up. about what's <laughs> in that McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you've eaten a scrapple hey. in your life, take the vaccine. 
That's that's hey, my that's hey. how that's my feeling. Hey, Joey, Joey, you came pretty close to talking about the McRib, man. So don't be don't be don't be bad mouth <laughs> the McRib, brother. Oh no, it's just any it's McDonald's as a whole. These soybean oils, the uh, devil. Yeah, I, I hate these guys when they get healthy, man. You know, I hate, I, hate, you know. I don't chip. I I just I just. Well, won't nope. let a brother clog his arteries without hearing about it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm caught in this like do as I say, not as I do, right? Contrastrophe, where it's like mm-hmm. I'll I'll know what I should do, and then I won't do it, and I'll I'll go. I don't feel so good. I want I, you know what? I want a donut because I feel bad, and then I like <laughs> the donut's the reason I feel bad. So then I'm like ah, and then I then I wake up and I've gained twenty pounds. I'm like let me lose it again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know I can give you the recipe to make McDonald's fries at home. They're delicious. But once you know the recipe, Chip, I don't own that much salt. (laughs) It's not the salt; it's the sugar and the corn syrup. Oh, you know, heck, sugar syrup, corn fries. You, 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 you cut. I'll show you how to cut the potatoes, Julianne, just like they are. You soak them in water for an hour to to uh, uh, get off the potato starch. And then you blanch them in a pot with a cup of uh, white sugar and a cup of corn syrup. You blanch them in that, and then you freeze them, and then you fry them. That's how McDonald's gets it. It's it's all the fat and sugar that makes them taste so great. But why your, bo- your but body loves that? Man. Why do they turn to the most disgusting substance on earth after they get cold? Because because of that, yeah. <laughs> because of all the all, fat and sugar, all, the, all that, all that, all that stuff turns into lard, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, same no. Thing, same thing. Same thing with uh, with Popeyes biscuits. Popeyes biscuits. Why? Why are they great? Because they basically take Pillsbury biscuits, they put them on a cookie sheet, but before they put them on the cookie sheet, they fill the cookie sheet up to the rim with butter. And then lay the biscuits out on is it, it and butter? bake it. Is it butter chip? It is butter. It's <clears throat> margarine. <laughs> no, it's not margarine. It is butter. There's a soy, uh, some sort of assorted soy product. <laughs> Joey thinks no, soy is the, is the antichrist. It is the antichrist. <laughs> it is. It is butter. It is a hundred percent butter. Oh man, Joey, what we got? What we got in trending topics this week, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had some uh, early 2000s uh, hip-hop uh, flashbacks. Uh, there was, oh, I forgot. There was a uh, fight over the weekend that I didn't watch. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather Jr. versus mm-hmm. Logan of the Pauls. That's right. Uh, $100 million. In the, uh, in the greatest hugging expedition <laughs> of this century. Floyd knocked the shit out of him, and that dude should have went down, and they should have let him just go down. Because right. it would have been hilarious. <laughs> I, I just, all I've seen are memes of hugging. Yeah, Floyd hit him, like, I think third round, Floyd hit him in the jaw. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. from that moment on, Floyd was holding him up the rest of the match. Yeah, because, I mean, cause he, didn't, he didn't want it to look bad. He yeah, like, he didn't want it to look bad. bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't be messing with my $100 million. Yeah. Stand up. Stand up, bro. Stand up. It's like when he punched the Big Show in the face for Ooh, WWE. Right. Floyd has been used to throwing and rather, making fights like that. I would have rather thirty years a third round knockout than a fight that ends with no knockout. 
Uh, and hugging it'll, for it'll, it'll be like Tyson with when knocking people out so early, everybody wants their money back. They want yeah. to see something, you know, Floyd, even if it's just two dance, two guys dancing, you know. <laughs> the way Floyd did it was the best way, best for business because it makes that Logan Paul train go up because mm-hmm. now it makes him look like he's because he went the distance because he went the distance. He went the distance with the Apex Don't make fighter. him Rocky. No. He went the distance with the Apex fighter. This cannot be the new Rocky. He's the new Rocky. This is the, this is the they, plot of Rocky. We found her great white hope. Apollo <laughs> Creed did an exhibition against <laughs> and then let him go to the distance, and then they decided they needed a rematch. There you go. That's a, that's a plot of that's a plot of Mayweather. Except instead of like uh Logan Paul just getting Taking all those punches with his face and still standing there, like a like a determined Italian midget, <laughs> he just hugged, hugged, <laughs> hugged him the whole time. What if uh, they what if they turn into a franchise like Fast and Furious? You'd be doing <laughs> Logan Paul, Mayweather, Nine. You know? oh, dear God. <laughs> Can New people are talking about, yeah, which, uh, which one of those did the, did the ring manager die? You know, they, they just launched them in the space. C, they had a CGI him in. Which one was when, that one? When did Mickey come back? Which I'm one so was Mickey I back? <laughs> I heard Chad Ochocinco got dropped. Who did he fight? I don't know who he fought. I, I heard he fought. I heard he was going to fight. All I heard was there was some silliness about him fighting. And the next thing I know, they were like, oh, he didn't learn from Nate Robinson. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> took the Nate Robinson learning. Uh, the way they should have, because uh, these these uh, pro athletes are all coming in. I'm like, I could fight, I could box. No, keep your silly ass at home. <laughs> but can we at least get them to fight each other and stop having them fight random people? Like it doesn't. <laughs> no, you got to fight randoms, because now it's now it's bum fights. Because now these people. Don't <laughs> That's really what it's become. Oh, it's becoming bum God. fights. <laughs> is that why Fat Joe decided to pencil in his beard? What's going on here? <laughs> well, Beijing is a thing. Um, I was thinking of doing the Beijing summer, and then I saw a video uh, mm. that convinced me otherwise. Uh, <laughs> I think I sent that video to you, Joey. Did I? Is it dating in the two thousands, in the two thousand twenties? Oh, where the dude was talking about? Yeah, he, the girl says, "Hey, I hope you don't do that old Beijing thing." He's like, "Nah, baby, it's one hundred percent natural right here." And the waiter drops a bucket of water on his head, <laughs> and his whole scalp goes away. I gotta cancel the date. I can't go out sweating too much. I can't. It's too hot. Pretty damn much. I just want. I want to see him before he goes out where they're they're taping his head off so they can spray paint it. You know, like, <laughs> better, get, better get makeup. Better get makeup. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you can, they line them up too well. That's like right. when you do when you when they do that, they got to be Picasso with it. So right. all those edges are cut straight. That's I'm like, right. dude. No one's hair grows like that. I've been trying know. with this beard. He has this to weird... line it up that way. Here's the thing: there's a a thin line of thick mustache. <laughs> That's his real hair. <laughs> That's the only real That's hair. That's the problem. On his face. That's the problem. Is like you that that you can see a distinct dis- distinction between his actual That's facial right. hair and whatever the hell's right. going on on his the side of his face. I think I think the problem is he's cheap and he didn't, he didn't pay for that extra hot wax coat. That's what that's what keeps the water <laughs> off. You gotta. You gotta you gotta get that turtle wax in there, you know, so that the water beads up and rolls off. It doesn't take you not take your hair with it, you know. It's like, and it, Fat Joe's Puerto Rican, right? He looked like he fell in a fireplace. <laughs> is he Puerto Rican? Is he Puerto Rican or uh, Dominican? I don't know. Because think okay, I, I, I'm gonna make a generalization. Hopefully, I don't offend anyone, but you know, I don't really care. Um, Hispanics don't grow beards like that. 
Uh, I've never seen a Hispanic with, <laughs> with a straight beard <laughs> in my life. They look raggedy usually. They look like right. uh, they look like the bad guy in all those um, vaudevillian films. Right. Whenever you're talk, they grow, you're, talking, you're talking about the men, not the women. Yeah, the, right? well, the women grow great beards. Uh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> their beards look awesome. Their beards look like mine, luscious. Right. But <laughs> your, your face looking good. You got a shape up. Looking good today. <laughs> look at you, Mama Cita. I like it. I like it. Uh, but well, Joey's dad. He's like, we're gonna get canceled. We're gonna get canceled. <laughs> Oh man, but what else is going on, Joey? Uh, mystical was trending. M Y S T I Cole. Uh, he became a trending Twitter topic on uh, June first after a video showing a teenage girl fighting off a mama bear went viral. Right. Security footage uh show uh, shared on both TikTok and Instagram shows a brown bear and two cubs walking along a property in California. Several barking dogs running up to the bear, at which point the mama bear swats at the dogs. And this is this is the reason Mystical was in, involved in any of this. I make a motherfucker say, oh, yeah, I'm cold as a lion with no hair. If you ever see me fighting in the forest with a grizzly bear, help the bear. That is the reason yes. that Mystical <laughs> is a part of this whole thing. Because that chick pushed that bear off a wall. <laughs> I was like, I saw the video of it. And I was like, did she just push the bear? Yeah. <laughs> and the bear, but the thing was, the bear just hopped back up on the wall. Mm -hmm. Like it right. didn't like take a minute to like catch itself. No, it went. Oh, you pushing people? <laughs> that's why she grabbed that dog and got out. Get of the it. hell out of Dodge. <laughs> and that's rule number two: don't poke the bear. And number two is don't push the bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, but that—that's the only—the only reason. Like I—I I was trying to figure out where that that clip was. And I found it very quickly on my phone. <laughs> but I was always like, I remember him saying that. I thought it was in a song, but it was never in a song. He's just freestyling that. Is that what that's from? It's from like, just I a random freaking freestyle. I was like, what what song is that from? Like he's never it, there's never been a song. He just says that. <laughs> I assumed when I first heard that first read the title, I was like, oh, danger. And I was like, that's obviously the reason he's trending. Oh man, oh man. But Joey, what else is happening, man? Uh, we need to take a moment out to uh, give some uh, much due diligence to uh, Black Girl Magic across much the athletic world. I don't, I don't think you're using the right word there. Much due diligence. Much appreciation. I mean, I'd still do it. Much it's, magnification. We're we're putting more emphasis. Magnification. And we're spending time on it. What you want from me? <laughs> but you like black women. I think I, I, do, I, I, I'm I want the one to, who suggested we do it. I want you to. I want you to get this right so that they don't look at me and go, "Hey, I'm I'm happy that King decided to, to big us up." No, no, ladies and gentlemen, it was the, it was the, uh, the olive skinned Italian brother on the team that has said, "You know what? Let's big up these black queens." And make sure they understand it is a it is a black queen summer for Joey Lafaro. Am I correct? Wrong with that white boy well, summer? You know, you know the Moors occupied much of Italy. So <laughs> that's that's where Joey's yeah. genetics came from. That's where that, that's, where, that's, where, <laughs> that's where that little drop in the paint then when you mix it up that, makes that, me that, off white. That, that twenty three and me when Joey came back, you know. A little were, shade darker than he were thought. Were you one percent? Uh, I think I think it was like a a, a half of a percent or four percent, something small. 
<laughs> something very small. I've met your family. It depends. <laughs> it depends on like when you they they have this weird weird category that's like uh, North Africa into Middle East, mm-hmm. right. and I have a section in there. Ah, uh, okay. So you're, you're, you're so it depends on how much you drill down, <laughs> right? How, how deep you drill into it. That's right. You keep you keep going down, you will find a fro. There's, there's <laughs> yeah, because there's there's some Jew in there too. There's a little there's a little Jew and black in the same thing. Which so there's some Amari Stoudemire in my history. <laughs> Ashy can't Ashy Jew. Is that what you, that was? That's what they call. Them? That's everybody. Every it's the new Cherokee. The Ashkenazi <laughs> Jew is everybody's got a little bit of the twenty three and me. That's stupid. It's accurate, <laughs> isn't it? It yep. is. That's a good one. I need to save that one. That was close. <laughs> it is. You like all all that all those white people talking about? Oh, I, I'm I'm something. I'm sixteenth Cherokee. My great grandma on mm-hmm. uh, my dad. No. There's they they all they were all lying, but you know what they're true? They're all one thirty eighth Jew. Right. <laughs> see that that's their way of saying. See, my ancestors didn't steal this land. We already owned it. <laughs> <laughs> Does Ashkenazi <laughs> mean adjacent? adjacent. <laughs> oh my, my ancestors were Jew adjacent, and there's some Jew got in. There. <laughs> Uh, so, so what happened with the uh, with with the black women, Joey? What what what, what magical things the, the 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 beautiful sisters of the sub-Saharan continent uh, <laughs> do this week? Uh, well, we have a new fastest woman alive to run the hundred meter dash, mm-hmm. and it is Jamaica's own Shelly Ann Fraser Price. Right. All right. Yeah, Shelly Ann. She clocked a ten point six three, uh, in immediate Kingston. Hunt it. Ten point six three hundred. Yes, that's it. God damn. And it, oh. it beat the national record of ten point seven, that she shared with Elaine Thompson Hera, who won gold at the at the twenty sixteen Olympics. You know what would be what the, f- you know what would be the funniest commercial in the world, like if you if you made her like a superhero. Mm-hmm. And a dude steals a purse. <laughs> he thinks he's gonna run away. <laughs> she's like, oh no no no! <laughs> he just see her chase him down. Cause I'm just imagining her being the fastest fucking human. To her and Usain Bolt, I'm just like, where the hell are these people? Why are these people so damn fast? What did God need them to be that fast for? It's because they got three names. All the fastest women <laughs> have at least three names. You know? Yeah, but she's. Here's the thing. This is how this is how she's taking it to the next level. So she shared it with someone who had three, but she's got four. <laughs> she, oh, she, the extra hyphen is giving her extra powers. That's it. That's it. You know. Oh my goodness. So she she is the fastest woman in the world. Right. Um, and is she going to be competing in the Olympics next year? This year? Uh, I I don't have. Oh wait. Frazier, she's built up some pretty high expectations heading into Tokyo's Olympics, which begin next month. Right. So I believe, I believe that yes is the correct answer to that. Shout out to my sister-in-law who'll be in the Olympics as well. Oh, oh really? My future sister-in-law is a, an Olympic thrower, uh, and she's hey. not, not from the Eastern Bloc. Family business. Yeah, mm-hmm. Coach Marcus making a comeback. No, uh, I can't coach what, her. What, uh, what's she throw? What's she throwing? She throws, shot put. Uh, shot put and discus. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I, it's it's weird because I was like. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I did in high school, and I'm like, that's kind of weird that my brother would, my brother would find <laughs> an Olympic thrower. <laughs> we need to make that movie. 
I don't know why, but I feel like we need to make that. It'll be like, uh, what was that stupid movie that Will Ferrell did about the ice skaters? Oh, Blades of Glory? Blades of Glory. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our own Blades of Glory. It'll be Puts of Glory or something like that. <laughs> This is a shot putter. What's the what's what's the what's the terrible trick you're not supposed to do? You know when that that that, that crippled somebody or broke their back or you know oh, that, I forgot that, I severed mean, their head. You know? Yeah, yeah. No. they keep getting beheaded. Yeah, that's right. Never well, close your eyes in a circle. No, they said it wouldn't. Right. It wouldn't work with a man and a woman because the woman was too light or something, and right. so they yeah. had to have two men. The two men, they could do it. Oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah, you spin the spin in the circle, the eyes closed, and they fired the shot put into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do the human cannon, not the human cannon. <laughs> Man, that ain't no t-shirt. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind you. Do it, Clarice. Uh, and I don't oh, know why her name is Clarice. There was another. There was another Olympic uh, black young lady who set seven. Mm-hmm. Did she set seven records, or she won her? Yeah, seven she won. Records. She won seven. She um, won her seventh national championship. Championship, right? Miss Simone Biles. Simone Biles, who will is... be on the Dak Comedy podcast in the in the next three weeks. Uh, I've I've already worked that out with her agent. She will. Yes, she will. She will be on the episode of the Dak Comedy podcast. That might be dangerous. Uh, it, it it's gonna be for me. I know. Ooh, get me in trouble. Your lady look, at is you, not- look at you guys blow it up. Yeah, man. We're going to get them all. <laughs> uh, she won by almost five whole points. She whooped ass. Well, she was <laughs> she was already the winner before she did her last exercise. That was just that was just uh, icing on the cake. She was already. And this she did while being like, so she went with the first all black uh, Gymnastic. gymnastics team. Yeah. Okay. To the national all black thing. Yes. Okay. And and then was like the team mom. Like she's like working on on like a crown. Like while she's while like while in between rounds. Like I don't I don't understand. She's like we're we're coming for everybody. I if I was in gymnastics in another country, I would be scared right now. It's like when all those white girls from the Easter Block saw Serena and went, wait a minute, we supposed to be playing tennis against her. This hit different. <laughs> There's a team of them now, y'all. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all got a team. <laughs> a team of them. We 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 get, we what happened to the, the the one, the Dominique Dawes, the one in the in the in the group. I think she just went Super Saiyan. Oh yeah, she did. She's she's gone Super Saiyan. She she is she has told the world that this is this is for us now, and, and I think I think. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good Winter Olympics, or Summer Olympics. I don't know. The, I feel like, I mean, she's. I don't understand the um, gymnastics lifespan, because my understanding was that as you age out of it very quickly. Yes. Yes. But it seems like she's been around so long that I'm like, how is she still? How is she now? Not even. Not even like now still doing it. Now she now after she's been in like I, I haven't really paid too much attention to her actual age but i'm just saying i feel like she's been good excellent at it so long that i would have expected like her not to be hitting her peak now i would have expected that to have happened already she's 24 which normally is oh she should have retired but but in gymnastics (laughs) years that's yeah but she's also tiny it's 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 marvel it's a super soldier she's taking a super soldier for me yeah (laughs) she's she is uh, 
She she had one of those crystals from uh. From, <laughs> <laughs> she's an inhuman. <laughs> Florida, she's an inhuman. Because I'm looking at she is a tiny tiny person. She is. Like she. she but that but that's usually what happens to them because it it stunts their uh their hormone hormonic growth. So that's why their periods come later and they don't they don't usually get uh, very tall. Mm-hmm. She's four eight. Yeah. Oh wow. You know who else is that that size? Who? Prince was four eight. <laughs> Jesus. So Prince was Prince could have been a gymnast. <laughs> After he, he kind of was because he had all the tall boots, but he yeah. is. <laughs> he to... I, rem- I remember meeting him at Commander Outfitters when he came in there. And no. I was like, what this guy? <laughs> you think about <laughs> it. He, he was doing a which lot is of... incredible when you think of Chappelle's story about about them playing basketball and he was <laughs> yes. dunking and he's four eight. You're like, what? That means he had some ups. You know who else is four eight? I wonder what those calves were like. Mm. He probably has. He probably thick calves. You know who else is four eight? What? My mm. daughter. So oh. my daughter's four eight. Ten year old? Yeah. yeah, she's ten. <laughs> so I'm, like, okay. I'm thinking of all this and going, she's bigger than these grown ass people. <laughs> That's right. No wonder people let her get away with shit. I mean, I, Tom Tom Cruise is only like a little over five, and he like five five one like five, five seven two, one five two. Yeah. No, he wears heels. Most of the time, he wears heels. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's like five seven. Or five six. Uh, I don't know. See the that comedy research. Didn't we have this conversation with Phil Valdez? I know we did because I just listened to that episode for quality control again for quality control. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise height. Tom Cruise is five seven. You are correct. You are correct. Huh? This one another another Joey uh, didn't need to Google it uh, special. Sorry, I, Chip. What you don't know is uh, I, I take. Google personally, because really? it came for all the stuff I was good at before Google existed. Mm-hmm. I was good at the random information. I was good at guessing the song in the first couple bars, and I mm-hmm. and I it was like a human GPS. If I had been somewhere once, I could get there again. That's it. Look and at now you. and now I'm rendered completely obsolete by technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his, we don't his, need uh, that his, friend anymore. We got his, Siri. His his nickname in high school was Joey. Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what else we got going on in the world, Jim? So uh, I think Jeff Bezos heard about uh, Simone Biles' superpowers and decided mm-hmm. he was going to try and get some for himself because uh, this was going to launch himself into space. Dr. Doomass. Yeah. <laughs> call, call him Lex Dr. Luthor, <laughs> IRL, is uh, going for it. On July 20th, he's going to take a journey with his brother, the greatest adventure with his best friend, announced Bezos mm-hmm. on Instagram. Can't be his wife. She took half it's already. His, well, his, it's his brother. He's now, okay. His brother's his best friend. So he's, a, he's just I trying to stay par with Elon Musk. He don't, he don't yeah. want Elon to get to Mars and buy up all the land before he can get anything. <laughs> get there. Gotta... I, I, I do believe that uh, that his brother's his best friend. I don't, I don't think there's any disputing that. He seems that mm-hmm. unlikable. Okay, so here's the thing about his brother. There's a video of him asking his brother to go into space. It is probably the most uncomfortable video I've ever seen two people have. Because his brother because his brother knew they were being recorded, knew who his brother was. Is this the one he, I'm, I'm looking at here where it looks like Broke Bat Mountain? Yes, it looks yeah, like, like Broke Bat like, Mountain. Like a, ro- like a rose ceremony. Yeah. In the <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I want you to go into space with me. And his brother looks at him like this. <laughs> <laughs> when anyone ever looks at you like that, and in in when you ask them a question, that means they're ready to go. Nah, I'm good. 
But yeah. he's like, I got these video Is cameras on me. And he's like, uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then Bezos looked back at him, cowboy up, bro. <laughs> Still wearing the hat. <laughs> yes. And then he said, I can't quit you. I can't quit that's you. That's that, that's that look a woman gives when you pop the question that she don't even want to look at the ring. <laughs> I'm not even going to weigh this decision. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's going no, to. No, no. Uh, they're just going up. They're just going into the stratosphere and they're coming mm-hmm. back. They're not going like. So apparently he has a rocket company called Blue Origin. And he, right. and he, made, his, he made his own dick craft. Uh, much like all the other billionaires, they make a bunch of spacecraft look like penises so they can oh. shoot them into the, the vagina of the universe. Because <laughs> that's all did, they can did, did either one of you ever watch uh, Lucifer, the TV series Lucifer? Joey uh, loves it. I watch it, yeah. Okay, do you remember the the one with the the Jeff Bezos type character and he he, uh, he gets into doing this thing going into space? As a way to, oh, to right. keep up with Elon Musk, and then they it's like you find out that, that he really sure. doesn't want to go. He's like, you know, I just said this as as a lark, you know, and now I'm trapped into going. <laughs> they actually planned. That's right. Yeah, because you like, remember that. <laughs> I do. It's like, what is your desire? And they thought it was related to like why he got killed. Well, murder. Yeah, that one astronaut woman got murdered. He's like, I don't want to go to space. And then they like, <laughs> like what? she was in some type of. They were doing some type of sleep tube, and then the person like stabbed the person with a knife. And they're like, why was there a knife in there to cut apples right. or something? Right. Wow. But this this whole this whole guy, he's like like a Jeff Bezos guy, and he he's at some event, and he he pops off because he wants to be as big as Elon Musk. And then he now has this whole project to go to go to Mars, and he doesn't want to get into space. He's like, I don't want to go to space. Yeah, it was like something like, I just want to cuddle puppies. And they're like, what? <laughs> cuddle puppies. You're a megalomogul. <laughs> I don't want to go into space. I have to though, because I said I would. I said I would. I'm a, I'm a billionaire, and I gotta go to space. <laughs> I feel like that's everyone around Bezos. I believe he actually wants to go to space. Uh-huh. Oh, he looks like he looks like a Martian. I think right. no. I think he thinks he's gonna like. I think he he read too many Fantastic Four comics, and he thinks he's gonna get the ca- cosmic superpowers when the cosmic beams hit him. There you go. Yeah, that could happen. That pod's not shielded. They're gonna come back. His brother's gonna come back as the thing. The thing. <laughs> he's gonna be the torch, and his brother's gonna be the thing. Now you know, Joey. I don't believe that. He's stuff, gonna come cause... back as the as the invisible they. <laughs> that that that. <laughs> I don't believe that stuff because Chernobyl's been over 40 years and, and I haven't seen a single Russian superhero. I don't believe that radiation <laughs> stuff. St- Stanley lied to us, man. I, I don't lied. either, but clearly Jeff Bezos <laughs> does. All right, what's the what's the over-under on does he come back? Do we, <laughs> he's like, going to come back. He's going to be different. There, here's, the, here's the bet. Does he come back, yes or no? And then the prop bets are yes or yes, but he's hurt. He's changed. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, changed. yes, that he's changed. <laughs> he's changed. Or n- no, but but it's because because he got hit by a shitty Chinese rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, I think he's just going up there so he can survey the Earth because Zillow's too slow. He's buying the property, man. He's like, I need a I need a higher vantage point. You know he's gonna go, he's gonna go up there and he's gonna get his ship he's, is gonna get hit by the the satellite that carries Amazon Prime movies. 
He can't, he can't see what Elon Musk is doing from his evil tower with his telescope, <laughs> so he's going higher up. So he's calling him Groot from freaking Despicable Me? He's got yeah. to get to the he moon. Has, he has a giant telescope on the spaceship. <coughs> oh, my goodness. But uh, So billionaires going to space. Uh, has it, 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 I never thought that was a thing. Because the space program was always like a, a like government thing mm-hmm. to right. me and most people, so it was like it was never a, like a private sector thing, right? Because national security, man, you know yeah. what? Wasn't wasn't Richard Branson supposed to be doing this shit? Yeah, he's yeah. he is too. What happened to that? The, he he. I don't know if Richard Branson is rich anymore because I haven't heard. Yeah, from I think him. he ran out of money. He he he, he, he got, went broke trying this shit. Just kept calling shit virgin, and everybody was like, "Hey, man, we don't want virgins." Yeah, we want experienced people doing things. Because you know that that was his concept was the was the you know the ship the the plane that flies up into space. You know the big the big wing that you know instead of launching like a rocket, you sort of fly up and then you know pop your head out the atmosphere. You know instead of trying to trying to bang the door down. You know, yeah, way out. I, I don't I don't know where he went. Uh, I haven't heard about him in a while. Like I yeah. like uh, last time I saw him, he was landing in the ocean in that wing. <laughs> that was about, that's about the last of him. Uh, but yeah, so so do you think? Okay, Joey, if that comedy takes off, okay, uh, this crypto thing we're working on, we we that 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 flies up, and then we make our make our billions and billions of dollars. Do you think we could get the first dot comedy rocket? I think we go. I think you and I go buy the first dot comedy rocket. Why? Why would? That's not one of our business ventures. We gonna put the. We gonna put the dot. You got a dot comedy coin? Is that what you guys do? There's gonna be a coin. The, the comedy dot coin. comedy coin. The coin. Dot coinity. Dot coinity. Yeah, get some dot coinity and use it to buy trips to the dot comedy space space club. There you go. Doing That's comedy in space. I like that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the way Chip said that is exactly how the rest of the comedic world will look at this. They will I go, like I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what the downside of that though is in space, no one can hear you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more worried about watching all these comics try to uh, hold the microphone with uh, a <laughs> wait, listen to this. <laughs> Like yeah, I've watched them struggle with no, Zoom. No. Like, can you imagine them trying to no, stall no, the no, mic? No, no. Zoom? The, the thing is, is watching them all try to drop the mic. <laughs> That's who we should send into space for. We're use anybody who drops the mic at a comedy show should get shot, sent into space, so they can learn not to. No, they. Well, if they do it in space, you jettison them. Right. Because they just broke DJ Marcus's new microphone. Uh, they just won't get any laughs. Well, and they, just... they won't. They won't break it because it'll just float. It'll float. <laughs> it's like, it's it'll float, float, and then they'll go, "Oh, I've been defeated by the microphone." That's right. It's like it's like in the same. It's the same I've thing. I've been as defeated like, by science. It's like when you're trying to like do a hard hang up, but you do it by pressing the end call button. It's not the same. <laughs> it doesn't have that same feel. That same feel, yeah. and then you just stop doing it. You know, and that's that's because of the age that we live in, you know, because, you know, I remember back in the day growing up, 
you know, two or three times a week, even more than that, you would see somebody on TV or in a movie get beat to death with a phone. You can't beat <laughs> nobody to death with a phone now. You just can't do it. You know, those old AT and T phones, man, they were like a brick. You just you you could kill several people at once with those. <laughs> <laughs> just, just run through the now, house, smack people you, with it. Now oh, you man. just got to buy another phone after you hit somebody with a phone. I don't know why we haven't recycled those old Nokia cell phones into houses yet. Those things are That's indestructible. Right. Yeah. Put them in. That's put it, them in uh, Louisiana. <laughs> you ever? Get, you ever? What is this? Is the international phone symbol to anyone who born between 1901 and 2001? Am I correct? <laughs> this is the international phone yeah, symbol. Yeah, like you need to turn. Uh, unless, you unless look you're really ridiculous on on screen. Unless right you're now. a surfer, then you just yeah, you, you yeah, got to shake it. You got to shake it. Yeah, but this is the phone signal for kids. <laughs> That's right. Now. Yeah, it's like yeah. this doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> yeah, because they don't. Like, oh, you know, what? <laughs> now I'm thinking of this. Yeah, it still could be a phone. Sim- that's because doesn't this mean? But like, that's that's Michael J. Fox on the phone now, right? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't this mean like Lil Dick or something now? What? <laughs> this? This? There's something with this that's not that's sex related. That's the oh, shocker. Really? This is the shocker. No, that's not the shocker. That's, 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 that's I know that. Well, I mean, it could be if she's a real fat girl. You got a long distance, you know, from, from the back. Gotta, There's no shocking happening there, Chip. I have one finger in one hole. The shock no, is the two and got, the one. You got the, you got, but hey, the rule, the rule of thumb is the one in the stink has always got to be the thumb, right? So, I mean, so you just gotta... I don't think so. Pinky in the pink, Two. thumb in the stink. That's a, that's a... The, whole, the whole shock is. <laughs> you have you have you have, been you, have it, you have <laughs> you have unless unless you're unless you're you know Spock, which is always two in the pink and two in the stink. You have your main force. Look, you have your main force that's storming uh-huh. the beach. Then you have the flanking force, and then you have the pincer that comes over top. That's the uh-huh. shocker. It's a three pronged attack uh-huh. if you're doing it properly. I heard right. this one's for Tom. And some people were today years old when they learned that. Uh, I, yeah, you're supposed, I didn't know you were supposed My arm will cramp up. <laughs> I tried it the other day, and this finger, I felt this finger all the way tighten up back to my damn elbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 you know, something completely off subject. I don't know if you guys are Star Trek fans, but you know that in the canon now, uh, Klingons have two penises. Did anybody know that? What? Yeah, Klingons have two penises now. That's why they're oh, that's why their sex is so weird. Is that why the pawn is far? Yeah, no, that's that's Vulcan. That's Vulcans. It's pawn. Oh, pawn far is Vulcans. Wait, what was which one did you say? The Klingon. Klingons. Klingons. Oh, because you were doing the thing with the hand and that threw me off. <laughs> you did. Yeah, the, you did I, did I was seeing live thing, long and prosper. Ah, right, damn yeah. it. Uh, oh man. Or as he used to say, wait, love saying... long and fro- love long and frost her. That's what <laughs> I mean. Wait, 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 wait. Klingons have two penises. Two penises, yeah. In the new so canon. The, the well, the new the new canon is that the Klingons, you know, to uh, the explain how they've from changed. Discovery. They've changed that they they've actually evolved. So now all their primary uh, organs are doubled. Like they have two hearts. You know, they have four lungs. Oh. They have two penises. You know. And then I don't know gonna, if they, I don't know they're going to divide. Bubbles. I don't know how that works. But. They're going to separate into two separate entities. They're become mitosis. Because right. <laughs> I, I made this meme when I when I saw it. It came out like with Discover. It's like a, it's like a, asking a Klingon. So, h- how do you how do you guys do uh, one in the stink and and one in the pink? 
And he said, uh, we call it Look Mom, No Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have, but say, do, do the women have two? The women are supposed to have two? Yeah. Okay. Okay, why are we so, okay, wait a minute. Why are we now, so, I, why are we so uh, uh, PC about saying vagina? I don't well, understand. That threw me off. That no, no, no. threw me the hell off right I was going to say two holes, but they already have two holes. So it's well, like three, three holes. Got, I was doing I, math is what you were seeing. I, w- I was going to say vagina, but I was going to whisper it. <laughs> I was deciding if I wanted to say vagina or holes and then adjust my number accordingly. So there was a lot happening. And then you saw it was a pause, not for any reason that was um, healthy or normal or in the interest of political I'm just, correctness. I'm just thinking somebody who, who walked away from the podcast for a minute, grab a sandwich or something. Yeah, they're talking about uh, Simone Biles. And they walk back. Now they're talking about two vaginas. Wait, what about this? We went from, from is gymnastics. That, is that what makes it faster? Wait a minute. <laughs> Cling on gymnastics, everybody. Oh, my Two goodness. holes. Well, we're going to get out of here because that's the end of this week. <laughs> we're going to end on that note. Uh, which, but I have more questions. Nope, no more questions. <laughs> nah, we're not going down that hole. That's an hour. That's an hour podcast. That's an hour, another mean, hour mean, of the podcast. You mean you're not going to go down those holes? So, <laughs> I, I just want to clarify. So what you're saying is the blue Klingons are the ones no, with two no and two. There's no such thing as a blue Klingon. <laughs> that's what they were in Discovery. They were like shades of blue. No, no, they're brown. No, they they're were brown. so black they were blue. That's what yeah. was wrong with those Klingons. Except for that like <clears throat> white one that the turned into a guy, and then the other one. So wait a minute, that, that in this the the didn't she hook up with the human? So she had it. What? Mm-hmm. The female who became the queen of the Klingons. Well, that was remember. Discovery did stuff to that guy. Remember, Discovery t- took place initially. Discovery torture fucked <laughs> the <laughs> Arab guy, <laughs> and then the Arab guy was like, "I am Volk, son of none." And then he <laughs> ran around and did crazy shit. Remember, Discovery took place originally before. The right. original series. She said, fuck all these double dick dudes. I'm they going didn't with have the double one dicks dick. After. I'm going to get pregnant by the guy with right. the one human dick. Right. And that's how they get the So double. the one thing they haven't explained is they're like, okay, all the primary functions. It's like, how come they have two mouths? I mean, who's blowing a, one dick at a time? How come they don't have four <laughs> nostrils? What's going on here? Come on. Or they did weird surgeries. What if, because like, they know they gave him some Klingon parts and to make him the confused guy. So maybe they gave him two dicks and that's why uh Michael had such a hard time quitting him. Yeah, two dicks. <laughs> but I love you. You got so many dicks. so many theories now. So many questions. Well that's the end of the show. <laughs> but it, clouds are coming. But it has been a great episode. Uh, <laughs> Chip Jones, I want to thank you, sir, for joining thank us. Thank you guys for having me. It has been yeah. fun. It has been real. It has been fucking real fun this week. That's man. right. Uh, Joey, uh, you got anything going on, man? I have two shows coming up. I am performing at Nottingham's on June 19th, and I have a Zoom show coming up on July 2nd. 
All right. That, uh, there will be flyers and tickets out there shortly. All right, Chip, you got you got things to you. I know you got Nottingham. Yeah, I got, I got Nottingham's actually tomorrow, Friday. Uh-huh. And then I've got uh, Zoom shows uh, June 16th, June 17th, and June 24th. If you hit my Facebook, you will see all the details. Had it big time, he didn't. No, I like it and remember, DJ it's Marcus. When you cling on and you got the two dicks, you got a phone. <laughs> and remember, everybody, every week, every uh, Tuesday at 745, DJ Marcus will be at the Funny Hole in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, just come through, ask for DJ Marcus. It is always a good time at the Funny Hole. Because, you know, when, I, when I'm in the building, it's going to be a funnier hole than Why is it always a hole? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a fracking pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but the acoustics we, are great though. But we will see you all next time with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Oh.